The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The erotic idea of a chainsaw, that is Eric Velasquez. Uh, my pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> so yeah, this is kind of a little special episode. Uh, real quick, um, you know, this is obviously not about a Frankenstein movie. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie because, you know, everybody's talking mm-hmm. about We've it. We've got our opinions. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but also, so you may have noticed that we've been having a little bit more bonus episodes in the feed lately. Uh, and that's partially because we just have a lot of stuff we want to talk about and we're excited and it's hard to wait a week between things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also because we're kind of talking about maybe starting a Patreon soon. Um, and, you know, so we're kind of figuring out what that's going to look like and something like this is probably what one of the tiers will look like which is that we may just kind of have casual chats about non-frankenstein things for you know 20 30 minutes and that that'll be a bonus episode that that will show up in the in the patreon feed yeah a little bit of a treat for everybody right yeah so we thought to kind of test drive that out and show you kind of a preview of what uh you know what that might look like uh, we okay. thought we'd talk about this movie since, yeah. uh, you know, everybody's talking about it. <laughs> so so before we, we get started, obviously, spoilers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're going to we're going to yeah. spoil this like crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. All of our all of our presentations and shows are spoilers to a degree. But therefore, movies that uh, none of them have been less than 30 years old, which hurts my soul <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah okay. this, is, this one's like a week or two old. Like, yeah, yeah it's a. Uh, um, yeah, don't don't listen unless you have seen it or don't mind spoilers. Um, All right, so let's kick this party off. Yeah, so so what did you think? All right, so uh, I know we're not going beat by beat, but let's go ahead and start off early uh, in the movie. We're introduced to uh, Melody and her sister, obviously the main protagonist. Um, where they just like immediately cut into random guy at a at a gas station. Just being assholes to him, so they're not likable, right mm, off the bat. No. So it's like, yeah. oh, you're murder fodder. <laughs> yeah, like it, it telegraphed that right off the bat. Uh, and he's kind of a kind of a a good old boy redneck type, which is like, is he a good guy or is he one of the Sawyers? <laughs> yeah, you know, because you got to watch that with with these kind of movies. It's like. <laughs> Is he going to be like Viggo Mortensen in, uh, what is it, uh, Texas Chainsaw, the, uh, is it The Next Generation, I think it is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's like, is he really a bad guy? Yeah. But, you know. And we, we eventually kind of skip from there. And then we get this really weird part where they're basically, they're, they're, they've bought this whole town, it seems like, or not the whole town, but at least like a block of this old historic neighborhood of Harlow. 
Yeah, it's like an old, an old timey like town square, and they have basically bought the whole like downtown area. Yeah, uh, and they're gonna the, gentrify he, it. Yeah, and they're like you know they're really it's like they're Gen Z like you know they're tw- early twenties. Um, so I don't know if you know I don't know if how they're did supposed they get just, this money? Yeah, I don't know if they're like influencers or something. They've got a bunch of like Instagram money or I don't know it, like right. that. It seems to me like seeing a lot of other people respond to this movie, there's like one camp that's like this story is dumb mm-hmm. and one camp that's like slasher movies aren't supposed to have stories like who cares. Right. Uh, and I under like I kind of feel like I fall into both camps on that, which is that like you know, like if you look at like the original Halloween, like it doesn't really have a story. It's just mm-hmm. like there are babysitters, there's a guy who wants to kill babysitters and yeah. he kills some babysitters. babysitters. That that's it. Right. But but like this movie is like pushing its story on you like really, really hard. Right. And then the story doesn't really make any sense. Like and it has a message. There's a message in here. What that message is, I can't tell you. Yeah. But there's it, it makes you it lets you know there's a message. Yeah, like there's all this stuff where it's like, you know, you have like the these the young people who are sort of interlopers, so you kinda get this ho- sort of thing where it's like Yeah, you, you know belong here. Yeah, yeah, you're you're like gentrifying our town, like you're you know you're you yeah you don't belong here basically. Yeah. Um. So they're kind of played as villains, but then there's stuff where like you know they see a Confederate flag and they want to take it down. And I've right. heard people who are like, people trying to take a Confederate flag down. This movie's woke, and it's like, but they're also yeah. like we were trying to kill these. Pe-. So yeah, I don't I don't know if the movie wants you to like these people or not. Right. Um. But yeah, so let's get back into it. So Dante is uh, one of the the three main characters in this movie. Uh, he's he's a black guy. He's the one who basically notices the the Confederate flag, and he's like, "Oh no, that's got to go." I yeah. agree with him on that one. That one's got to go. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So then he busts into this house, uh, takes it down. But we learn that it's actually owned, or in theory, owned by uh, an older lady. Um, what was her name? Yeah, I does she have her. a name? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> they named her. Like, and she, oh yeah, she, no, she's she's Virginia. Um, Virginia, that's her name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, she owns this like orphanage, but like all uh, it's like this old house that's all run down, uh, and all the orphans have moved on except for one who is right. this large sort Hulking of man child that we like know you know. Is. Yeah, you know this is Leatherface, even though, like, right now he's just, like, a a guy. He does not have, you know, uh, his Leatherface mask or anything. Right, but Uh, apparently the bank has foreclosed on, on, like, maybe that's why it's so cheap. It's just the whole neighborhood, the whole block is a foreclosure, (laughs) which, damn. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then, uh, of course, these kids have no mercy, so they're like, hey, old lady, uh, I don't know where you got to go, but you can't be here. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're really murder fodder. Something yeah. bad's going to happen to everyone in this room. Yeah. And and it, it ends up that this whole thing kind of play like it. It's unclear if they actually do own the house or not. Like they mm-hmm. they end up calling the police. The police force the lady and or Virginia and Leatherface yeah. to leave. They like even put them in like a, you know, like a wagon to like take them away but that's when the stress kicks in and the the old lady has a basically has a heart attack and they're like oh crap we got to take her to the hospital <laughs> yeah yeah but then like as it goes on there's there's like a lot of debate like did they actually own this they can't find the deed mm-hmm. um and so 
it's weird though because like the police seem to be like they know what's up and right. they escorted him out so i don't know if they actually owned the, the building or not and like the the dude that they were jerks to at the gas station it turns out he's sort he of works. like he's their handyman yeah he's their contractor but he kind of gets pissed about this and is like i'm not helping you anymore until you show me the deed right. and not only that i'm stealing your car keys like you right. can't even leave town like you were stuck here until you prove to me that you didn't you know come up and like you know fuck up this lady's world for no reason right and yeah it's 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 almost <laughs> like they're saying that uh well like gentrification is also bad for like rednecks and hillbillies and it's yeah. like i i get that to a point but also <laughs> they own most of their property and i mean most of that time, most of the time, that's going to actually increase their wealth. Yeah, yeah. This isn't gentrification in the way that you know you have like you know a right. poor neighborhood where everyone's in rentals, and then you know companies start buying up property and running, the, raising their rents and running them out. Like that's not what happened here. No. Um, and but then like we end up like a whole bus of investors shows up what? to <laughs> like. Okay, so somehow Don, we know Dante and. Um... What is it? Uh, Lila, I think. Or no, uh, Dante and Melody. Like, they're apparently, like, cooks or they're they're almost, like, professional chefs to a degree. Yeah. And maybe that's how they also got the money. Who knows? It's very ambiguous in that, in that regard, <laughs> honestly. Like, we can't yeah. tell if they're influencers, you know, chefs. If they're chefs that do influencing, like, <laughs> internet Gordon Ramsay. Uh, like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's mm. like... It is very much like someone who is of the the boomer generation, like the OK Boomer thing, uh, wrote something about generation or Gen Z and X or Gen Z and millennials. Yeah, it's like definitely a, a weird mishmash of that. So, <laughs> yeah, as things are wont to do, um, the old lady as she's being taken away, of course, passes on because her heart's not in good condition. Uh, her quote unquote son, Leatherface is very angry because his adoptive mother uh, has just died and he goes about killing everyone in the car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, and this is when like, we finally do get some like cool stuff. So like Leatherface kills this cop that's in the back with him. Mm -hmm. uh, he breaks the guy's arm. Then like the uses the protruding arm bones to like stab him to death. <laughs> right. So if you're in this for the kills, if that's all you're here for, you're, you're good to go. Oh like, yeah. Just shut your brain off. Enjoy the, enjoy the gore. Because you're there. Yeah, because this Leatherface is definitely, like, the most brutal since the first movie. And maybe even more brutal than the first one. Like, yeah. he is just... Like, because Leatherface is usually kind of portrayed as, like, sort of a child who doesn't really understand what he's doing to some degree. Right. But this, this guy is, knows. like, he wants to hurt people. Like, right. uh, and, and does. <laughs> the yeah. whole movie. I feel like uh, the first Le Leatherface was obviously a big kid who was told to do, do a cannibalism by his family. <laughs> Mm, yeah exactly Whereas this one is one that's like no i want to hurt people now yeah yeah and you know another like complaint with this is that like one thing that i really like about all of the texas chainsaw movies is like leatherface is sort of the centerpiece mm -hmm. but the family is such a big part of it like the rest of the family is weird and the way that they work together and like yeah. you know have like secret relationships and and you know kind of infiltrate the area um with like yeah. more normie type family members and stuff but, but there's this no is family. like yeah, there's no family at all. Like we have this this woman who is, you know, 
his adopted mother from the orphanage, but like she's not she's not a Sawyer. She's just a yeah. normal old lady. Right. Um, so yeah, it, that felt like a missed opportunity. Um, right, especially with 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 the contractor. Like I was saying, it's like oh he could he could be one of the the hidden Sawyers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course he's not. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, once so he like kills the Leatherface kills the cops, mm-hmm. drags his uh, you know, adopted mother's corpse out of the van and, you know, removes her face. Yep. Uh, and, you know, makes his uh, makes his mask. Oh, by the way, there's a character named Ruth. She's completely forgettable <laughs> because we've forgotten <laughs> about her. And she's I guess Dante's girlfriend, but she's literally just here to see him put on his mother's face and die and then she dies, gets killed. <laughs> Yeah, she like she decides to ride along because she feels bad or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she just gets gets killed along with the other two cops, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know Leatherface starts making his way back to town. And <laughs> yeah, th- then we get like we you know we have all these uh, the investors who've kind of been like exploring the town. Um, yeah, and... which is really <laughs> weird because they're they 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 act like they I guess they technically do own part of the town, but. Holy shit! Are they entitled? <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're awful. Like yeah. you, 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 you're not supposed to like these people. And no. you know, as to to make things perfectly clear, uh, Leatherface ends up like climbing onto this like tour bus where there's just like a bunch of people partying on a bus. Oh, this is another thing. Um, oh my gosh, this pisses me off so bad. But because like literally, like he he gets on the tour bus at this well. We've skipped over a few things. We'll talk about Lila here in a moment. She's Melody's sister. But anyway, uh, so yeah, he gets on this bus. And instead of doing the rational thing that, you know, a normal human being, no matter what generation you're part of, and just running the hell away from this guy, they pull up their fucking cell phones and they're like, dude, you're going to get canceled. Bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Who the hell does that? Yeah, that line is, I mean, like, they're clearly just mocking Gen Z, but, like, right. yeah, that line was just hard to, like, still Ugh. make it. Right? You're yeah. going to get canceled. Who who does that? Tell me this. Yeah. And, and so course, then, yeah, he murders you know, everybody. yeah, he murders everyone on the bus as, it, as we want really cool. him to do. <laughs> it's honestly really cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it, like, the kill scene is great. And, like, there's a really, like, a funny little Easter egg. So, like we see part of the kill happening through somebody's phone, like their mm-hmm. camera. So you see like, they're like live streaming and you're seeing like the, the little likes and the comments go scrolling. Um, and the, you see as like Leatherface comes into frame, um, uh, a name like in the chat pops up and it's the, the director. Mm-hmm. And he says, who hired this clown? <laughs> and then, yeah, the person holding the phone gets murdered. <laughs> I, I do love that he literally picks the guy up on the chainsaw and like goes through the ceiling of the bus. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I'm loving it. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about Lila during this whole period. Lila's off with the uh, contractor and uh, we're, they're having a very emotional, like, you know, connection scene where uh, the, the scene or the, uh, the movie wonderfully handles the fact that Lila was the survivor of a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is my feeling. <laughs> Maybe don't drop that in the movie. Yeah. Who, who yeah, wants like, to deal with that? Yeah, and, and if that was sort of the the thing, and like, but like, 
you put her in the middle of like an unlikable group of people that were supposed to be like excited about them getting chopped right. up. And now we're supposed to feel bad for her or feel some connection for her. Uh, and you know, like this guy sort of kind of tries to teach her how to use a gun. Uh, and she's obviously like kind of reticent to do so since she's had traumatic experiences with guns. Right. Uh, it, it, there is a way to make a, a movie that has a survivor of a school shooting. I don't know but, if it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. The one and it's definitely not this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, no. <laughs> um, and no, so, but, yeah, at, like at this point, we're we're down to where like Leatherface has or no Le- Leatherface ends up kind of stalking Dante through the house yeah uh, as he's trying to find the deed um and he you know he ends up killing Dante uh and but and, but Dante does find the fact that the old lady did have the deed and she so they basically fucked up yeah so they did not <laughs> own this house and the police you know worked for them and pushed these poor people out of their homes mm-hmm. um so you know if, if you didn't think these people had what's coming to them, you know, like now, yeah, yeah you know, y- there's nothing left to really feel sorry for them about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we're down to basically like you, you got the final girls uh, right. and, you know, well, the, the well, sisters. Like, like, help me out here, because this is my memory and my memory can be a little funny this way. So after Dante is murdered, doesn't like Melody come in on that? And, like, she's running up the stairs, but she gets to the top and sees Leatherface pretty much chopping Dante up. Yeah, I think so. uh, And doesn't he throw an axe at her and knocks her down the stairs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She gets up and walks it off. Yeah. She's here through the rest of the movie. Like, if if, if an axe hits me in the chest, sends me flying down the stairs, I'm pretty sure I'm out. Like, yeah. hit her with force. <laughs> like, you hear, so boom. Like, it was not a gentle tapping with this axe. No. <laughs> like, she should not, she should have almost been, like, bifurcated or bisected by this thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's another, uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's happening. Um, and then we get what I think is probably the the biggest sort of letdown of this movie yeah uh if you if you can forgive kind of this wonky story mm-hmm. um i think the thing that that is the most egregious is we uh end up sally the sally the survivor Hardesty. the survivor from the first movie um they kind of try to do a laurie strode with her yeah um, she's a like texas from, ranger now right yeah so she's like trained she's yeah she's been she's a texas ranger but in the you know like alongside of her normal Texas Ranger duties, she's been trying to find Leatherface for decades. Right. Uh, but you know, it's hard to find a masked man when he's not in the mask. Uh, so, you know, she's just kind of been like, this is, you know, her sort of white whale kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but she gets a call from the police that are like, we hear, you know, something's going on in this town. There's a guy, we think it's it. Like, you need to get to ta- get to Harlow. Right. So she's like, you know, all right, you know, racks a shotgun. Let's go, you know. Um, yeah. By the it, way, how does she how does she know he's called Leatherface? Because she's only ever known him as Bubba. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I guess maybe the um, media call them Leatherface. But I mean. Really? Yeah, she like calls him Leatherface to his face. He, yeah, it's. <laughs> and But so then she she gets to town. She actually manages to like find him like he's like upstairs in the house she comes up upon like you know comes upon him in his room 
He's standing there with a chainsaw. She's standing there with a shotgun. And then she's just like, you know who I am? And he's just mute because he's Leatherface. He doesn't talk. And she's like, don't you recognize this picture of me and my friends from the 1970s? Nope. (laughs) Say my name. And he's just like, no, I'm a... (laughs) Right. He's mute, I think, right? Yeah, he... The only, you, you sometimes get some weird grunts and stuff yeah. from him, but he's never spoken in any of these movies. Like, it's like she doesn't even know she met him before. Like, <laughs> you know he doesn't talk. He's yeah. Ne- you've never <laughs> heard anyone call him Leatherface unless it's been the media. But, you know, who would have known unless, I don't know. Anyway, and then, of course, she trains the shotgun on him, but she never fires. She's been no. waiting for this for 40-something years, or 50 years almost. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he like just walks out, and then she starts chasing him, and then you know decides to try to shoot him. Like they're in the street, and <laughs> she like fires a shotgun at him, and he somehow like deflects, <laughs> deflects it with the a sh- full chainsaw? like yeah. It, like if it was a like a rifle shell, you know, like maybe a he slug, deflected yeah. a bullet, yeah. but you can't deflect shot, uh, you know, <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, but he does. Uh, and so they, their face off is so anticlimactic. Like, you know, he ends up like, just like, he just kills her in the street, throws her into a pile of trash, like literal pile of trash. That's a very Uh, apt metaphor (laughs) for for what they do to Sally Hardesty in this movie. Yeah. And like, I mean, he guts her like, but then she lives for way too long. Just like (laughs) sharing bits of... (laughs) Just like talking folksy wisdom to the 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 you know the girls like here take my gun like you gotta end this or he'll keep coming after you. Oh, I love the fact don't she tells him don't run whatever you do don't run because he'll always you know be in your mind or some garbage like that. It's like that's exactly how you survived. Yeah, like, yeah. She lived this whole life because she ran. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you lived several like basically fifty years past your 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 friends and family's expiration date because you ran. Yeah. It's like, that's the stupidest thing you could say in this moment. You're yeah. like, Hey, you know, and, and by the way, she's saying this to a girl who survived a mass shooting. <laughs> and she's saying it as she's bleeding, bleeding out because out. she didn't run. Run. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Pete. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, um, everything progresses. We get to the final, like the final confrontation. Um, Gosh, I don't even, I honestly could say I don't really remember what happened before they somehow KO'd uh, Leatherface and he fell into a puddle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it you know, it's kind of back and forth of him chasing him with a chainsaw, right. them shooting him. I think he de- deflects another shotgun blast, actually. Yeah. But yeah, they finally do, like, it seems that they have defeated him and they decide they're ready to leave. Right. Uh, but, but of course, they don't double tap because you don't do that in horror movies. Yeah. Um, so they get into their like fancy, you know, rich kid car that has which... actual autopilot. It knows how to drive itself, <laughs> which is like, I mean, it's just a dumb thing for this like final set piece. So like mm-hmm. they, they get the car going, they start to there. It's just getting ready to roll away. They're kind of like, Oh, we made it. Like, I love you. We're yeah. okay. You know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry we fought earlier cause we're sisters, Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Bam! Motherface <laughs> just smashes his hand through this window, pulls Melody out by her hair, and like in the middle of the street, takes the chainsaw and decapitates her as her sister is stuck in the car, screaming. 
And the car's driving away. She's looking out the, the sunroof, watching right. her sister get decapitated. I'm like, that's a cool fucking way to end the movie, though. Yeah. But damn, why did they have to waste that on this movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah. They're, they're, they're mixed messages is what we're saying. Like, it, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's worth seeing, but it's not worth paying attention to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I feel like, you know, we're, we're getting all these legacy slashers right now, you know, between Halloween kind of kicking it off and then Candyman and then Scream. Uh, all of those are we're so good. much better than this. They're good. <laughs> They're good because they managed to toe the line between like having a story that is compelling, that ties back to the old stuff without being too reliant on the old stuff mm-hmm. uh, and also just being full of awesome kills so you can you can check out of the story if you don't care or if you want to pay attention to the story there is something for you right uh and then there's this where like it pushes the story down your throat and then yeah. it's it's not a compelling story no uh it's, it's yeah. like it's shaming you if you're a young person it's shaming you for being young and trying to validate like older people like ah you're you're your texas chainsaw massacre was better it's like well yes it was because you obviously gave a shit or uh, aside from the kills. Yeah. You know, uh, and you know, mild scream spoilers. Um, but, uh, I feel like also just watching the fan response to this movie in sort of both directions has really validated the the ending of scream. Um, (laughs) without telling too much but like the, the fan response between like people who are like, this is the worst movie ever made, and if you like it, you're a monster. And then people who are like, if you hate this movie, it's because you're woke and you don't appreciate, you don't understand what horror is. Yeah. Uh, like, that just sort of... The, the toxicity there and the yeah. like complete inability for people to be like, you know, I didn't really like this movie, but it had some things that were okay, and if you like it, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, really just speaks to, to what the entire plot of, of the new Scream was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I recommend this movie. If, if, you, if you've watched all the rest of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, mm. you might as well watch this one, yeah. too. Uh, but if you haven't seen any of them, go watch... Go watch one, and, you know, if you like weird stuff, watch two, because it's yeah. so weird and, yeah. and fun. Well, two two's kind of like, it's a horror comedy. It's yeah. Not, yeah, like, the first one was a horror movie. Second one was a horror comedy. The rest just got more comedy. <laughs> yeah. And I even, like, when they, you know, when there were all, the, like, the uh, Anchor Bay remakes, when there was a remake of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. I thought the, the Texas Chainsaw from that was pretty decent, too. Yeah. Um, so th- there are there are definitely fun Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Um, I would put this, you know, b- below the middle tier of this. Like yeah. it's, uh, it has it has stuff that makes it fun, but but yeah, I, I would there are at least at least three or four that I would put above this one. Yeah, I mean, I think what and the one that immediately comes to mind that like is the wor- absolute worst is what the origin. Um, is that what it's called, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Origin? Anyway, it's the one where we basically, they do the fake out where you think Bubba is the the chubby kid but turns out to be the perfectly handsome normal one. Oh, that, yes. That's, that's, yeah, he gets... that's the one I would say is worse than this. 
Is that one just called Leatherface, or is that... Is it called Leatherface? Yeah, it, it is called Leatherface. You're right. Yeah. Because so, I think there's Leatherface... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 is also called Leatherface, but then there's yep. one that's just called Leatherface, Leatherface that's yeah. more recent. Leatherface... Uh, and, just Leatherface is the bad, the bad one. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean... It's fine. Like that's. Fine. I, I wouldn't say it's like an atrocity, mm-hmm. but I would not, you know, highly recommend it. So um, as, as and, Anthony you know, has said, we've chosen the third path. Watch, <laughs> yeah. watch it if you want to see some cool kills. I guess a few cool kills. I don't think there's yeah. anything really like super original. Like the axe, the axe throw and the the uh, melody surviving is kind of that's kind of brutal and cool. <laughs> so it's got yeah. that. The the arm bone stabbing I think yeah, might be my favorite because okay. it was just it was so brutal and it was like the first one and it was just like oh okay. that's where this movie's going okay right. see if it had stuck there I I think it probably would have been better just just but I guess they had to have murder fodder in their mind but mm-hmm. why couldn't we just have the town be full of regular residents and maybe like a couple places bought up by these kids. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I mean, the first Texas Chainsaw is about a bunch of kids just showing up in a town right. where they don't really belong. But all of the like weird sort of like interloper gentrify kind of yeah. thing. That was where it just felt like it had an agenda that was not really very clear. No. Yeah. It, so, yeah, obviously, if, if you do choose to go into this, turn your brain off. <laughs> that's all it's worth. Yeah. All right, so this was uh, one of our other bonuses. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, do we have anything more to say about it? I think that covers it. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout. We'll probably be talking more about Patreon ideas uh, in the near future. Uh, you know, it, we'll probably be talking about them on the show, but also, you know, you can follow us on the socials. We'll be mentioning it there. So that's, you know, at the Frankencast on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, YouTube, um, all the good stuff. Yeah. And, and of course, if you're curious, want want to get some inside scoop, you can always ask us questions there. Or email us at thefrankencast@gmail.com. Um, you know, we're always happy to uh, to talk to folks there. Um, but yep, I think that that covers it for this week or for this uh, this little special episode. All right, and since this is something special, it has to go out on a special note. Just remember, we'll be back. Thanks for listening.